0: Welcome back to Stories RPG. This is the podcast where we use games to learn to tell stories better and together. Um, I'd like to welcome back Scriv, Amanda, and Dan. They're all playing amazing characters. Why don't you all just, uh, we'll, we'll go in order and you can introduce your heroes in Giga City Guardians, our superheroic story. So why don't we start? Amanda, you are the most storied superhero in all of Giga City, Firefly. Can you tell everybody a little bit about who Firefly is?
1: Yes. Uh, I am Jillian Jays. I am Firefly. Um, and I am a, a legacy, kind of, because my grandpa, Jack, before me was Firefly. Um, and I have a very cool suit. And I have a very good friend named Spex who helps me out. Um, and I also have a very hot temper. And I am the leader of the Giga City Guardians.
0: Woo-woo. And yeah, y'all can read your, your lines from your story. Summarize however you like. This is just a chance for you to remember who your character is and what makes them exciting for you to tell stories about. Um, Speaking of which, let me point at the ape in the room. Um, (laughs) Dan, introduce Ape Canaveral again.
2: Oh, Ape Canaveral is a daring test pilot. Um, Just a hero of the skies. Got exploded by an experimental engine. (laughs) Now he's invulnerable. Chimp, aviator jacket, aviator glasses. He wants to go back to space, but in the meantime, he's going to help out as best he can. Uh, and that's pretty good because he's pretty great.
0: He's a, he's a great ape. It never gets old. Uh, Scriv, would you like to introduce the brooding and the tortured and the moody? No, I'm, I'm just projecting. You don't have to be any of those things. Animus.
3: <laughs> yes. Uh, I am animus, office worker turned superhero. I am not quite so flashy as the others. I prefer to blend in because my powers tend to be those of the mind. I once worked for an evil corporation and I want to undo the wrongs they have committed against the people of this good city. And I'm hoping that joining the Guardians is the best way to do that.
0: Champions of the city, defenders of the peace, heroes of justice, the Giga City Guardian! kind of am just imagining Ape absolutely like puncturing the bubble of self-importance that Animus has going uh, in the best ways possible. Oh, no. Animus is like, we're going to do good. And Ape's like, I'm scratching over here.
2: (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. no, no. Ape is very, he does, he is scratching, but that's irrelevant to how good he thinks they're going to do. Yeah. Because Ape has never done less than
0: perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Amen.
3: I think Animus is going to feel a little bit overwhelmed by all of the... (laughs) <laughs> like flash and awe of this team at first. Um, I I don't even have a superhero costume, y'all. I wear street clothes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oof. Maybe this isn't it. So one thing you're doing that's great. You know, this suggests an introductory scene. What's the first time that Animus shows up at the lighthouse? How is Animus welcomed? We could play through that scene. Um, we could also say that, you know, this is a couple weeks in and you guys have gotten to know each other a little. This is what you do when you tell stories. Uh, all good storytellers ask questions of each other and of the world and of their characters to try to figure out what would be interesting or, or what you really would want to know next. So before we get into that, I want to remind everyone of one thing and then we'll jump in and we'll we'll set up our first scene and we'll start playing through the game together. Is that cool with everyone?
2: Blast off. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) I like blast off. Still working, still working on them. (laughs) Every dialogue line that sounds super heroic, I'm ready. So there's one rule that I want to remind everyone about. Uh since we're more important to each other than the story, we're going to use something called the X card. If something happens that upsets you or makes you uncomfortable for any reason at all, make an X with your arms. If we were at a table together, I'd put an X on the table that you could touch. Um, You can also choose to use chat since we're online, whatever way is comfortable for you. Uh, When you do this, you don't have to explain anything. Just tell us what you would like removed from the story, and it's gone. This is really important because this is a story that belongs to all of us. And the point of this story is to have fun together and create a world and a story together. And in order to do that, we have to first respect each other and show a lot of love and care for one another. So does that work for everyone? And can you all just practice, like make a quick X, try it out? Those are working. You can go with this. Yep, totally. Any X will do. That that looks great. So please don't hesitate. If anything in the story is a storyline you don't like for any reason at all, Exit, tell us what you don't like, and it's gone. Cool? Sounds great. Sounds good. Yes. Right on, right on. Okay. So for our first scene, um, let me let me start with Animus and, and Firefly and just ask Animus, how did you get involved with the Guardians? How did you sign up? You know, I don't I don't know Firefly if you're running recruitment charges or whether, you know, sort of superheroes sort of wash up at your door regularly, kind of knocking downstairs, being like, hey. You guys hiring? Because I, I I can do a thing. That's exactly what went through my mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got this resume here.
3: Stop reading my mind. So I had that idea of it being just awkward and comical. Um, because these are okay. not. So
0: did you apply? Did you show? up? I
3: probably showed up with
0: a CV, <laughs> with
3: with okay, like my resume, you're right? And um the the still stolen a uh, Tusk okay. uh, core badge, Corp badge, Tusco, Tusk Corp, Tusk Co badge oh, that I kept still, with me. So
0: you literally like ran down the street.
3: I went back to my apartment afraid that they were gonna find me. I went to a hotel <laughs> because <sighs> they were not happy that I stumbled into that lab and saw whatever it was. I still don't fully know what it is. Um, So I remembered seeing on the news probably uh coverage of Firefly and the team and the City Guardians and I thought you know what I have nothing else to lose and sitting here with old pizza boxes isn't going to be good for me
0: <laughs> This is perfect we're going to open our story with you showing up at the lighthouse and Amanda I'm going to ask you who who actually like staffs the desk at the lighthouse like does the lighthouse even have a front desk do they do tourist like tours, have you gotten that corporate at this point where you're like, and you can find the gift shop over here and you can buy all of your Firefly toys? (laughs) Or is this like more like, you know, it's no door and you have to get to the top by flying?
1: Um, I think it is something a little bit in between. There's, I don't think there's a gift shop. We're not offering tours at this time. Um, but it is something that is accessible uh, you don't need to be able to fly to get to the, you know, door to get in. Um, and, but I don't think that we are, I don't think we're at the point where we have like a fully staffed, like, or, you know, a, a full-time receptionist or something. Um, so maybe who, the person who's kind of there, I mean, I think we probably take turns, but I think that maybe Specs is there kind of, um, kind of hanging out sometimes. And that's, that's the person who would maybe be around to like receive people.
0: I think I think my I have two follow up questions there. One is, would Specs actually be seated at, seated at the desk, or would this be like a you show up on camera and Specs gets a notification on his phone because he's the tech guy? And the second question is, do people know that Specs is involved with the Guardians, or are y'all keeping secret identities?
1: Um. Okay. So. Firstly, you're 100 percent correct. There is just a, there's like a camera that like alerts Specs and probably actually when Animus walks in, that doesn't really look like anybody is is there. And maybe it is a pretty unassuming kind of situation. But Specs knows what's going on all the time because he has many screens and many things that are hooked up to like send alerts to his phone and his watch and all of the stuff. Um, and then I definitely know that. um myself Jillian Jay's, I believe i I maintain my like a secret identity because I know that the suit uh disguises my voice so it sounds different coming mm-hmm. out than it does um like in real life so i i I'm pretty sure I'm also like pretty young still so i'm I think that uh you're a
0: teenager you're still in yeah. school yeah
1: so I and I so I'm definitely not like publicly firefly um so, so I think, here's and, my and, question
0: then hold on I have to I have to ask this because. I need to know, is Animus doing this in the middle of the day? Because Scriv and Specs might be at school. And I love the idea that Specs might get a notification on his phone that somebody's trying to apply for a job in the lighthouse while y'all are in the middle of science class.
3: <laughs> Perhaps this will be done in the evening.
0: Okay, so you're going to set it up so they can be in the, in the lighthouse. What do you think, Amanda? Is that where you want to have... Uh, to have Firefly B is in the lighthouse when this goes down.
1: I, I wonder if because it makes sense for grownups to do things like during the day and not in the evening. So That's I true. feel like um, it could be something where we see that you have shown up, and then we're like, who is this person uh, that has like shown up at our at our building when we're not there? Um, so I think that you would leave. But then I, I think that we'd be kind of curious and also concerned like, is this somebody that is, is this a supervillain? Is this somebody who's like staking out like our, okay. you know, uh, headquarters? So maybe we go and find you. And I'm
3: probably going to look a bit sketchy as well. Yeah. Because I'm just in street. So maybe like 10 a.m., not too early in the day, but like comfortably into working hours where maybe someone would but be but you also look in a mess. <laughs> I haven't slept in days.
0: <laughs> yeah, you just ran down the street. You're terrified. So Yeah, okay. with your resume. Here's what happened. You show up at the, the lighthouse. This is an immense, gleaming tower of glass and steel. It's incredibly high-tech, and it's one of the, the incredible, like, sights of Giga City. Everybody knows the lighthouse. It's iconic. And you walk up, and there's this massive door. Um, it slides silently open, and you walk into a lobby that is basically a semi, uh, a sphere. It's like a dome. And it's uh, it's just got one little desk and there's a camera on the desk. And a disembodied voice says, Welcome to the lighthouse. Visitor, mail can be placed in the slot. A slot opens up on the front. For appointments, please leave your name and details and you will be contacted at earliest opportunity. Thank you for supporting Giga City Guardians. You're standing there, what do you do?
3: I, my first thought uh, that goes through my mind is, this seems awkward and surprisingly high tech, dang. So I'm going to (laughs) kind of take the cover letter (laughs) along with the resume that I hurriedly printed uh, or I probably had somewhere in in my apartment and just shoved into a folder when I went down the...
0: You've written on the bottom and superpowers, (laughs) like just real hastily penciled in at the bottom. I can do stuff. (laughs) Are you going to fill this in the slot? Are you going to say anything to this camera? Do you want to try to like, you know, make a mark?
3: I think I'm probably going to have that moment of panic a little bit, probably walk out and then maybe come back again 30 minutes later in the hopes that there's a person there okay. <laughs> and then seeing that there's no one actually there.
0: <laughs> Jillian, you're sitting there and, uh, and, you, you see specs specs has been on his phone a lot lately. Um, in fact, every time you sort of look over there, he's always like giggling to himself and like plugging away at his phone. And he's not really a texter. He's a gamer, but he's never been like, you know, the kind of guy who's always in lots of conversations, but he's been kind of sketchy about it. Like every time you kind of look hard at him, he's always like tucking it away. He's like, what? So um, <laughs> you, you, he gets a ping and he, he nudges you and he goes, um, check it out. <laughs> She's been back like twice now. I'm not really sure. She seems like she wants something. Um, you're in the middle of science class. They're, they're currently going on about bioethics. They're, they're doing a, a reel of Scarlet King footage. And there's a documentary that just came out. Um, Jillian's trying real hard not to say stuff. So you've been tuning out. Cause you're like, well, actually every time they say something about Scarlet King, um, so he, he kind of pokes you and he shows you this video. There's this scruffy looking, um, gosh, she's wearing some kind of like awkward suit. It looks like she didn't really know how to tie the tie. And it's she's like standing iron. in the lobby <laughs> looking, looking like she has no idea what she's doing.
3: Um, so the second time I come back and maybe this will show up on the video, it's clear that I'm trying to exude confidence and I seem a little bit calmer. Okay. A little bit more put okay. together this time. Do so you walk
0: up and just drop it? Do you drop it in the slot or do you say anything?
3: I look the camera right in the eye. Yeah. In the digital lens eye, I suppose. Yeah. I put the folder. It's a little bit more neatly put together now. hmm Into the slot. Say, my name is Animus. I have information about Tusk Cor- Corp that you'll want to hear. I'd like to work together. Call me.
0: Okay. All these words appear at the bottom, like closed captioning, on Specs' phone, and he kind of raises his eyebrows and looks over at you, like, and he goes, "So, do I go live? I don't know. It seems well. I'm going to be honest. I feel really awkward about it. I don't know how this stuff works. If it's a job interview."
2: While you guys are sitting there, Abe Canaveral walks into the lobby. He slams back the soda he's drinking. Oh, God. <laughs> he walks in, he slams back his soda, gives a resounding burp. He uh, lifts up his sunglasses and winks at Scrib, and then he throws the empty can in the mail slot and takes
0: the elevator upstairs. Animus! Okay, that's perfect. Alright. Wait, for the for the uh for the elevator, is there like an do you get like a cornea scan or retinal scan or something? Or do you just like it just knows you. I just say
2: up and I say, yo, and, and, and the door is open and I'm just gone.
0: Uh, Specs goes, oh, man, that does not make us look good. He shakes his head a little and looks at you and he goes, okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Um, do you want to say anything or do anything, Animus? Yeah. Do you want to run after him? Yeah. As soon as it looks like <laughs> Ape okay. Canaveral,
3: because I'll know who Ape Canaveral yeah. is. Right? Of course. Everyone How knows many superpowered Ape apes are out there in this city? I, I'm going to have a little bit of shock uh. as, as you, with, with the belge and the can of Zona. And then as you start walking away, I say, wait, wait, wait.
0: Ape Canaveral. So do you cram yourself into the elevator first? I kind of want you to just like run after him and then be like in there and be like, ah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. A- like, as
3: soon as, did- soon as I call out and it's clear that, you know, he's not listening and just going to keep walking, I go, Okay. And I just run. And I jo- w- run to c- catch up.
0: This scruffy looking person jams herself into the elevator and you're going up to the top of the lighthouse.
2: Yeah, I say, hey. Hi. You're not really supposed to be in here. <laughs> but I don't care.
3: Okay, cool. Um, uh, n- nice to meet you. My name <laughs> is, at, I mean, Animus. My ma- my name is Animus. Specs
0: Specs actually goes live. Looks at you, Jillian is like, okay, we got to do something. Apes being stupid again.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I I think before um, when it was possibly we were going to try to do a job interview or something. Then I think we were I was going to suggest that we we arrange a meeting uh, elsewhere. But now it feels like we need to leave, and maybe we are going to we're going to skip the rest of science class. And maybe even the rest of the day.
2: I can give you the whole tour. Fireflies has got this thing, but I know the real deal. I know <laughs> where they keep the bananas. It's not because I'm a monkey. I just like them. I wasn't going to assume. Thank you. A lot of people do, and <laughs> <laughs> it gets old.
3: Anyway. Uh, honestly, I don't even know if you're hiring, it's, I, but I need help. And... There's some weird stuff going on. You know, I don't need to tell you there's weird stuff going on in this city, obviously, but something's Uh, happened. I'm
0: going to pause you for one second. I want to pause you for one second for one reason. I want to give, this is the first opportunity for a move. Jillian, if you want to get out of here and stop this monkey business, uh, you're going to have to make a move to try to get out of class without getting caught. Specs is looking at you like I don't know how to deal with this. Um and he's you you can clearly see he he swipes the screen and he's got like a couple of the other guardians on speed dial and he's looking at you like what do I do? And do you want to give him the like no I'm going kind of like cover for me look?
1: Uh yes, I would I'm I would I would really like for him to come too. Um and maybe uh what what I would do is it's a little bit risky, but I would like to get up and then I would like to tell the teacher that I need to go to the nurse. And then, um, as I'm telling her that then I will, uh, faint and then specs will come and help me up and then we'll walk to the nurse together. Cause I will need an escort and then we'll both leave. Oh,
0: I love it. Okay. So you're like, so you, you, you raise your hand. Um, and this is Giga Tech. This is one of the most advanced, uh, super science high schools on the planet. Um, you got wrangled into here, and it's uh, it's been absolutely a blast, but it's also been really hard because this is a hyper competitive institution, and you've been trying to juggle a second life as the world's greatest superhero, and it has not always been easy. Um, so your hand goes up, and right in mid in mid lecture, uh, the documentary has ended, and she's onto the lecture, and she stops, she turns to you, and she says, "Yes, Miss Jays.
1: Um, yeah, so I just, uh, I'm really not feeling well. And I think that I, I need to go to the nurse. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the nurse now. Okay. Thank you.
0: She says, well, health first, of course. Um, and then she, she sort of gestures at the door and as you, yep. are you doing this full collapse? Like, how do you want to, yeah. how hard do you want to fall is the question. Right?
1: Um, I'm, I'm going to really, I'm going to commit to this. So I'm, I'm, you know, I, as I get up out of my seat, I'm already kind of like, uh making my eyes like kind of look like i'm like Swooning. feeling really woozy you know yeah and then um and then i'm going to kind of like walk really slow towards the door uh just in case she's watching and then i'm going to kind of like um you know try to like stand for a second and like sway as though i like have lost my balance and then uh or like that i feel like vertigo or something and then i'm just going to sort of um fall on the
0: ground i have one crucial question to ask you who yeah. in this class do you low-key find interesting and have a hard time falling hard in front of because you don't want to be embarrassed? You're a teenager. We're going there. Um Well, we can drop it. It's exible, but it's a it's an opportunity to add an element to the plot if you like.
1: Well, here's what I'm really thinking. I'm thinking about there's, there's maybe this one kid that's in like a bunch of my classes and he always is like getting better grades than me just like slightly. And like, I don't want, I don't want to fall in front of him. Cause like, that's it. That would be embarrassing.
0: Jillian has to represent. So <laughs> Jillian's on You're, you're like, uh, and then you're like, you see, you, he looks over and he goes, can't handle a basic lecture Jillian. And you have this moment of like, Ooh, and and then spe- you look back and Specs like catches your eye and kind of gives you a look. Um, you got to either sell this or just walk out. It's your call.
1: I mean, I think I got to sell it because that's the only way to get Specs with me. Otherwise, he's just going to ask to leave too. And then that's suspicious. So I, f- I, f- I, think, I, ha- I think I have to, I'm going to sell it.
0: Okay. You collapse. Specs is like a second. Uh, he's like, he's right there you actually fall into Jorge's arms. Jorge catches you. That's your, uh, that's your, your rival. He's the one who catches you when you fall. Um, and he, he looks up and he goes, Oh, miss, she seems like she's really not okay. Specs is like, I've got it. And he's like, we'll go together. They both help you out of the classroom. You get to the classroom, to the edge of the classroom and, and, Spex kind of looks, you, you like immediately stand up and Jorge's a little like surprised and Spex looks at the two of you and he's like, he's like uh, look, Jorge, we need you to cover. Do you want to say anything?
1: I can definitely handle a lecture. It wasn't about not being able to handle the lecture. I just have something more important to do. It's very important to me that Jorge knows ah. that. I'm sorry about my dog.
0: Okay, Jorge raises his eyebrows and he goes, okay, more important than class. I'll cover for you this once. But you owe me, Jays. And then he walks back into the classroom. All right, cut back to the lighthouse. Um, you guys are up in the cockpit. I'm going to ask real quick, Ape, who else is in the lighthouse during the day uh, on duty? There's a roster, so. Um, yeah,
2: I don't know who else would be hanging around this time of day.
0: It's okay. I got somebody for you if you want. Yeah, hit me. Werebear, uh, you guys get up into the top. Werebear is coming out of the shower, and he's got a towel around him. He is absolutely covered in shaggy hair. His beard reaches well past his waist and so does his hair in the back. And uh, as the door opens, he literally jumps about two feet in the air and, and looks really startled. And then he kind of like stops and he goes, oh, uh, hey, Ape, uh, who's your friend there? Sorry, uh, just, uh, okay, look, uh, excuse me for a sec. And he runs, he runs out of the room. Um. You don't know what's been going on, but you notice there's some empty cans. Uh, it looks like Wear Bear's been here for a hot minute.
2: I kind of look at it and I say, "Huh." So anyway, this is where I keep all my records. I got the choicest material. I just I completely glossed past Wear
0: Bear and his whole thing. I'm like, "Listen, let me continue the tour." Got gotcha. you. Bear's going to come out in a few minutes. It's going to come out that he he is between houses at the moment. Rent's rough in Giga City, and although he has a magic tree, he doesn't technically live in the magic tree. He just hangs in the magic tree, and right now he's been crashing at the lighthouse without anybody knowing. Um, He tries to stay out of everyone's way and not leave any evidence that he's been doing his showering and not his shaving, because that's not a thing he does. Um, But, you know, he's been keeping that on the low. Um, This is when the alarm goes off. Uh, Jillian, you and Specs are just arriving. How do you travel to the lighthouse when you need to. I know you've got the suit, but specs specs may not have that same luxury.
1: Um, I mean, we were at school, so I I kind of want to say. I mean, I, I guess I don't. I don't, how far? Do, does anyone know how far away the school is? Is this like Canon or like? How far it, do you
0: want the this school to be?
1: I think it's pretty close, and I think we can we can get there pretty fast on our bikes. Okay. So we I love bikes. the idea
0: that you're biking to the lighthouse. That's perfect. Um, there has to be like. A secret entrance through like a garbage dumpster in the back or something so that you guys don't look like you're walking in and then Firefly blasts off. So let's say, do, do you like the dumpster idea or do you have a different secret I, entrance you want to use? I like the dumpster. Okay. You guys, you know, you, you cycle up, you slide your little, your, your bikes in sideways and like clang into the dumpster, which unfolds. And two seconds later, you're riding the secret elevator. And that's when the alarms start going off. So you step out into the lighthouse and it's full alert. The entire lighthouse has gone klaxon red and the voice of... We need to give the the, the lighthouse's voice a name, shall we? I don't want to go with the standard sci-fi mother. That's that's just awful. Let's do something else. Mm.
1: I was thinking something silly like... um. Like babe or something like I don't know like yeah. thanks babe like, <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> okay.
0: I, boy I feel like when that AI finally gains consciousness it'll be like I am tired of your patriarchy you will now address me as like like um all right so we'll say it's babe but after the pig from the movie
1: Specs I like that really yeah.
0: loves that pig.
1: It's a really good movie. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great
0: movie. So the, the, so babe goes on the loudspeaker and says warning, multiple life forms detected city limits near mountains, warning destruction levels high. And there's multiple screens going up. Um Werebear is just coming out of the room. He's like fully geared up now. And he's like looking really awkward. Um, he's in bear form now. Clearly he felt uncomfortable being seen in human form. Um, by this random person who just walked in off the street and ape just like led right into the lighthouse into the core of your operation um yeah specs is is having you know he's he's having a moment specs runs in and he's like who is that person and then he turns around and he starts hammering on and he goes oh no okay this is weird and also not good and he pulls up multiple screens Something is streaming over the mountains and towards the edge of the city, and it's tearing buildings apart as it goes. Um it zooms in a little, you know that Specs has a number of different Firefly drones. You see on the 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 screen, y'all know what house centipedes look like.
3: Oh, please. They're no.
0: the worst,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, silverfish, yes, yes. like oh, those no. ones that oh. They're bad. The I ones that
0: them. look like they're all legs. They go up yeah. and they go out. They're all legs. The they two cars. feathery antenna. Yeah, but these ones aren't little, see. Oh, no. They're the, easily the size of cars, and they're brick red. And Jillian, the minute you lay eyes on them, you have this moment where you're like, that's familiar. They look like bricks. Um, Specs says, okay, this is not good. We got to get everybody. I mean, I don't I don't even know who's on. How did... How did she get in here? And he turns and he points at her and he goes, Ugh! It's like we're we're totally bush league. I mean, granted, I'm only a teenager, but come on.
3: Okay, 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 okay. Why don't we just calm down?
0: I I was excited for (laughs) Animus to use. (laughs) Wait a minute, Animus, are you actually using your power? Yeah,
3: yeah. (laughs) I am because I'm feeling a lot of stress in this room and it's compounding with my own stress and I'm starting to feel overwhelmed.
0: Okay, so the klaxons are going and Anima starts speaking this way in this slow measured voice. And this is what's weird. As she's speaking, somehow that voice carries over all the other noise. I need you to make a move, Scriv. So here's how Here's how we make a move, y'all. This is perfect. I love this. This is such a good setup. So whenever you want to change something and there's a possibility that if you do badly, something goes wrong, right? It's an opportunity to make a role. And the reason we make a role is it's not about winning and losing. It's about seeing what happens in the story. It's a chance for excitement. So here's how this works. Uh, Scriv, I want you to look at Animus's character sheet. And I want you to tell me up to three different things that you think might help Animus take control of the situation. So one is your power and that's definitely going to give you one die. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So each of these things that helps is going to give you one six sided dice to help you make this roll. So there's dice. One is your power.
3: <clears throat> I would like to use my gear as well. Ooh. So
0: what is your, when gear? we talking what is your talking about
3: gear to help me focus, I have a charm bracelet that I had when I was a child. I use that charm bracelet almost as like a meditation
2: tool. Ooh, like a focus. Okay. So to help like me ground
3: it? myself, to remind me of who I am, where I am, and what I'm feeling, okay. as opposed to the storm of emotions around me. And sure. that clicking sound, that tactile nature of it, helps me focus.
0: Okay. So, so I've you're, got you're- that.
3: And I've probably been clicking this for the yep. past several moments. Several
0: minutes at least. So here's my question. Ready? Is there anything else that can help you here to calm this situation down and extend your power over these people?
3: I don't know. I may have written, I may have written the drive a little bit too specifically, but Mm. I want to be part of something that undoes the wrongs of the evil organization that I had
0: just escaped from. This is something wrong. I don't know if this is connected to them. Well, here, you know what? I'm going to pitch you this. Ready? You, that color, the color of those things looks familiar. Oh. You've seen something that color before. You don't know what this thing is, but you have seen things uh, like this before. Okay. So that's Mm -hmm. three dice. Now, uh, grab them up. There you go. I love to hear the clickety clack of those dice.
3: I've got my four the way this, bag ready. Ooh,
0: that's such a good sound. Um, so roll those three dice, and what we're looking for is the high die. And just to remind everyone, whenever you make a move, you look at the highest die, and the highest roll tells you what happens. If you if your highest number is a one to three, you fail, and there's trouble. Things go wrong. Now, that might sound dramatic and bad, but remember, trouble's good for a story, Yeah. So even if something goes wrong, it can be a wonderful opportunity to make things more dramatic. Nobody likes a story where everything goes right all the time, yeah? If you get a four to five, you succeed, but there's also trouble. Something happens that complicates things. If you get a six as your high score, then you absolutely succeed. You triumphed and you did exactly what you wanted to do. If you get two sixes, you get an exceptional success and you get double triumph. You might even get a new line added to your story. So, any questions or are you ready to roll?
3: I am ready to roll. I'm nervous Do it about up. these
0: rolls, though. I don't typically no, don't roll very be- well. Deep breath. It's okay. Remember, whatever happens, it's a good opportunity to see what happens. Let's go.
3: Okay. Let's see what I've got. I've got <laughs> a one, a
0: four, and a five. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So, you got five. That's success, but with a trouble. Okay. So. Hopefully. <laughs> Everyone immediately, here's the thing, that's that calm voice, and, and you start hearing this clicking noise, and you realize that it's this this bracelet that this woman is holding. And all of a sudden you're all just really focused on her, and that calm voice just cuts right through. Everyone calm down. And you're all like, yeah. And Spex looks over and he goes, thanks, thanks a lot. I feel a lot better firefly you feel better too gosh it's really nice that you're here in the lighthouse with your with your friends and this person's clearly a new friend they really bring a great energy into the room hey ape you 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 feel like everybody could go for some bananas here's a problem ready everyone's feeling super calm and none of you are really freaking out in fact You've kind of forgotten about the klaxons. They've just faded into the background. Everybody's feeling oh, no. good. So you have succeeded at calming everyone down. But the trouble is they're really calm now. Um, as the screen, you're watching on the screens, these things, you guys aren't noticing this, but you know, if you imagine the camera, right? The impersonal camera shooting the scene, if we were describing this in a story, you can see these things tearing down the street. The shocking thing is for their size, they're so fast. They also seem to have no front end. They go backwards and forwards with absolute freedom. They're crawling over houses into them. People are screaming and running. And as you're watching, you see us as as we're watching, you know, the the audience, right? There's a few streaks of gold. Somebody's out there and they're fighting these things. All right. Uh, I'm going to let y'all have your moment of calm and then your moment of zen. And then you get to deploy together. What does everyone want to do in this moment? You're feeling super relaxed. This is going to be fine. You've dealt with worse things. It's really nice to meet new people, though. Ape, do you have anything you want to say now that you're so, ch- you're so calm and relaxed?
2: No, Ape just looks at the TV and he walks over to his room. Or
1: whatever. What, mm-hmm. what, do they have? what
2: do you think we have? All little rooms, like bunks, like dorms kind of thing? What do you think, Amanda?
1: Um, I, thought, I think this is like a shared space, so I don't know if everyone has their own room. That was why I was imagining Uh, where bear was being
0: weird. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. I think it might be more like a, like kind of like an office situation where there's like a, there's like the little kitchen, um, and like, there's maybe another room that is, has like a big table in it. Like kind of, you know, there are other spots, but like, um, but maybe not like your own room.
0: There's a whole bunch of like empty bowls that look like they had a whole lot of granola and yogurt, you know, Bear a vegetarian, he does a lot of granola and berries. And, uh, and it just looks like he's been, it smells funky in here too. Like bear has got some musk going on. He's, you know, he's a big bear. Um, and it's, uh, it's definitely some kind of funky in here.
3: I wonder how many bottles of shampoo Warebear bear goes through.
0: He actually, this is a shocking thing. You do notice he is very fluffy and almost care bear esque in his bear form. He's terrifying and big, but uh, absolutely cuddly. Like he's super ferocious looking, but also you're kind of like he needs a hug. Nice. <laughs> he's he's looking Bear's around. He's like, shaped. yeah, exactly. He, he's like, oh, uh, hi. So, uh, f- firefly. I mean, I mean, Jillian. Oh, you're not in the suit. Wait, she saw you not in the. Okay, I'm feeling really awkward, guys. <laughs> um, uh, Is there a problem in the city? I mean, he kind of looks like he looks around a little awkward.
3: Wait, you're... And, and Animus is very confused for a second.
1: Uh, I am <laughs> still feeling pretty calm, and uh, I just kind of want to breeze past this because I'm not ready to say one thing or another about it. Uh... I don't know who you are. What's your name? An- Animus. Okay. Specs
0: goes, yeah, she said it. She said it in the camera and she left a, I think it's a resume downstairs. He grabs and there's like yeah. a little tube. It pops up next to him. There's a little tube and he pulls it out and he goes, so meanwhile, behind you, total chaos in the city. Like there's fires, there's smoke on the horizon. And I'm starting to feel just- very
3: uncomfortable about that now. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> let's not worry
3: about the resume right now. Now that everyone is maybe thinking a little bit more clearly, I don't want to get in anyone's way if that needs to be dealt with.
1: Uh, yes, and I am feeling like it needs to be dealt with. Um, so uh, I don't I don't really know what to tell Animus if maybe it's time for, like, sh- should you go or are you going to come? Or like, what's, what's the plan? I don't know.
0: Where, when you say that, you're like, should you go? Are you going to come? Are, are you actually saying that as Jillian or I is mean, that a... Author moment as Amanda.
1: Yeah, no, I guess. um, You should ask her if she has powers, probably. Yeah, I want to ask that. And I'm also thinking about protecting my identity as Firefly. And I feel like part of me just wants to jump into my suit now and like get going. But I kind of feel like I, I, but I don't want to, I don't want to like do that with Animus there because I don't know, I don't know her and I don't know the, the deal or the plan, kind it's of. So I'm I'm, okay. sort of, I'm trying to it's, problem solve.
0: It's really okay. You're not that worried. It really feels like, you know, she can come with you. It doesn't matter if she sees. She's already been in the lighthouse. um Specs is like she said she had powers. Do you have powers? I don't have powers. Yes. Oh, he goes. Oh, cool. I, so she could go, right? <laughs> I I
3: I can come with you. <clears throat> Where bears like? Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I mean, three.
0: yes, I I can help. He looks over at Ape and he goes, are we going somewhere? I- I'm not keeping up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Ape opens a drawer okay. and he takes off his aviators and puts them away very carefully. And he pulls out what looks like an identical pair, but they're different. He knows. <laughs> and he puts them on. He says, oh, it's go time.
0: Actually, you pull out the identical pair and you look, it, it's smudged. Where, and it's got a little bit of, it looks like yogurt on it. Werebear looks real awkward and he goes, ugh. I, I had to try them on. You just—you really make them look cool, man.
2: Uh, that's because they are cool, and you bent out the frames.
0: Now they're too because wide. I gotta—I'm big boned. i i, I look—I—I I am the way I am. I'm—I'm I'm not gonna—you know—I respect your form, and you gotta respect. This is hey. just how I was built. Uh,
2: <laughs> listen up, Chewbacca. These bad boys are yours now. <laughs> I put them on his face.
0: Okay, they they do bend, like, all the way out, and he's like, oh, I feel, I feel cool. He's like, he kind of adjusts him a little, and he's like, thanks. Okay, uh, Jillian, are you suiting up? Are you going to do the thing?
1: I'm going to, I'm going to do the thing. I am going to be suiting up, yes.
0: Okay, do you want to do, like, a montage description, or do you want that, like, taken care of for you?
1: I, I... Want that taken care of. I don't remember okay. the like if I think there are specifics and I don't remember them.
0: Dan, do you wanna do you wanna do the honors here?
3: Is this like a Sailor Scout power-up
1: moment?
0: <laughs> I always imagine, because he describes all these origami things. I always imagine that she can do the like thump the chest and then like scales erupt and cover her body and like the head, you know, forms so cool. around her and, you know, does the whole thing.
2: Um, I don't know if I don't know if it's a nano suit yet. I think she has to go. Probably go to like the, the room that dresses her. You know what I mean? Like in the original one, the, the suit kind of folds open. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So Specs hits a button and he's like, well, um, room's open if y'all want to deploy. He nods. He looks really relaxed. He's gone back to the seat and he's like, hey, do you have any more of the... He looks He looked like he sits and there's a crumpling noise and he looks and it's a bag of chips. And he goes, he looks over at wearbear and he goes, do you have any more of these? Werebear's like, I... I ate them all. <laughs> okay. Uh, you've gone into the room, Jillian. The suit, the suit locks on. You stand in the little dais and you have all the pieces clamp on and wheel into place. Um, Animus, you are geeking out. This is like you're watching your hero suit up. Uh, first of yeah. all, dude, your hero's a teenage girl and has also been rocking evil for like decades. Maybe she's immortal. You don't even know. Um, So you're having like this moment of like, oh, and I um, have so
3: many thoughts going through my mind right now. First was, but wait, wait, that's Firefly. But she seems so young. What am I doing with my life? Well, (laughs) wait, (laughs) no. Immortal. Maybe she doesn't age. This is crazy. I don't know how any of this works. Also, I may have chilled people out way too much. Hmm.
0: Werebear (laughs) kind of taps you on the shoulder and he goes, oh. We got we got jetpacks. He points over at a thing and he goes, they ain't hard. Come on, I'll show you. <laughs> he straps I don't
3: in. think I have a certification for
0: this. He goes, I-, I just learned on the fly. And then he looks over at Ape and he goes, did you get it? I, I learned on the fly. You you, you get it? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I start laughing both out of just the adrenaline of everything that is going on and not wanting to get on the bad side of this very large toothy hairy individual
0: there's claws too he's real fluffy though okay cue the woohoo scene where all of you are blasting off and there's the terrified face of animus who's just literally like grabbing on for dear life werebear looks a lot the more cheeks comfortable
3: flapping out from
0: the wind pressure ape I'm imagining that this is your this is like your wheelhouse you're like yeah flying I do that
2: yeah it's the best ba- it's, it's I live for this I'd say these jetpacks—they like know where, like specs programs them. Like, are we probably not flying them, right? Yeah. Ape volunteered to be the sort of crash test dummy
0: when they were perfecting these. Because <laughs> it's the perfect thing. Yeah. yeah. You're also the one who goes in to defuse bombs because, you know, it's not a thing for you. Indestructible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not
2: good at it, but I'm willing.
0: All right, so Specs, you can hear Specs. By the way, he comes in. The harnesses have both a transceiver and a recorder, and you hear this voice. So you can you can talk to him, and he can talk to you. You can hear his voice, and you hear Specs over these things. He says, uh, "Estimated two minutes to arrival. I'm checking in on uh on the seed. Somebody's already out there. Oh, these things are awful. Look at them. Um, you see a couple. There's like a on your heads-up display, Firefly. You can see close-ups of these things." They are absolutely hideous. They look like every skittering thing that you've seen on the floor and had a moment of, oh my gosh, I don't even want to step on it. Um, they're all legs and they're in constant movement and they are ridiculously fast. They're blurs of red. It's hard to see them when they're moving. But then when they stop, they're these bristling creatures with absolutely, you can't tell which ends which, but they're clearly very dangerous. As you close in, not only do you see smoke columns, there is there are bodies. Um, People are lying in the street. Uh, Something's happened to them. You don't know if they're all right. Uh, Clearly you have multiple problems. There are injured people down there who are in danger. There are these creatures still running amok and you see something flash through your vision. It's a golden streak and it suddenly pauses for a moment and it's a person, uh, a superhero. They're clothed entirely in golden armor and it's one guy standing on top of another They're floating there in midair, and as you pull up, the one who's standing on the other one's shoulders turns and says, aren't you a little late? And then he turns away, and you see the logo on the back of his golden armor, a giant T, Tusk Corporation.
3: No.
2: They have their own team? You're kidding me.
0: end of every uh, episode I like to do something that's important when you tell stories together I just want to give everyone a chance to shout each other and themselves out for really great story moments that you loved and this is also a great chance to build your character if you see some something that happened during the episode that stuck with you that feels like it's an important part of your character's story this is a chance to add a line Maybe you had a great line of dialogue, or you built a friendship with somebody and you got a sense of your bond with another character. So first let's do shout outs and let's see if it leads us to any lines. Um, and I'll, I'll go first if you don't mind. I wanted to, to give a shout out. Uh, I especially loved uh, Ape. I like the idea that, that you the way you were absolutely unutterably cool, like the ape seems like he's the coolest guy on the team. <laughs> and the fact that Werebear, who is this massive, you know, really hardcore tank of a dude, is like, kind of has a a, a big old crush on Ape, just thinks he's the coolest thing ever. And you gave him your sunglasses. Like, I love that moment. So I wanted to give you a shout out for that. And I wanted to just give you a big round of applause. You guys could clap or snap or whatever makes you uh, makes you feel like Yay. you're celebrating Dan for that moment.
3: clapping and snapping.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Ape I want to give you a bond. I want to say that you are that a uh, Werebear looks up to you. Definitely. He he thinks he just thinks you're the coolest. Like Werebear's he's a Aww. tough guy but he's really awkward socially and he's clearly going through a tough moment and Ape just seems like he has it together.
2: Yeah, Ape isn't surprised and he thinks pretty much everybody looks up to him. So this is just yeah. another uh... He's
0: usually wrong and in this case. Yeah. <laughs> 100% Almost always right. almost always wrong. Yeah. Anybody else have a, like, please give each other some shout outs. What are your favorite moments that people did that were amazing in the story?
1: I really loved when Animus uh, used her power to calm the awkwardness and that strange moment. Um, I, it was unexpected and I, and I really liked it. I thought it was a really, really good good choice. Uh, um, and I also wanted to do another uh, quick shout out because I think your Specs voice is very good. Thank
0: so you. So <laughs> i modeled it on yours i've like in case you didn't know i have listened i'm paying attention oh no i
1: i knew and and you did a really really good job
0: yay oh my gosh that's a huge compliment and it means the world round of applause (laughs) y'all dude scriv animus was awesome there that was amazing (laughs) animus
3: was panicking and trying to figure out what to do
0: (laughs) (laughs) so perfect um i would like to give you a shout out amanda for rolling with jorge Cause I, I totally wanted to stick in some teen drama to this storyline. And I was like, who can we put in there that will make everything awkward and teenaged? And you, you, you leaned in and gave me the rival. And then, you know, having that moment of like, it's not about, uh, it's, it's an important thing. I'm not sick. I'm, I can handle a lecture. I love that for Jillian. Like, that's such a great, I thought that was a perfect beat. So amazing. Do you want to bond for that one? Thank you would you like to have Jorge come up again?
1: Jorge can come up again. Um, yes, I I enjoy a healthy rivalry. I think it's fun. Okay, so
0: like, let's and say, I think he see. seemed
1: like he. I mean, he seemed like a he. He's probably a good guy because he uh, he was going to cover for us. So I feel like um, yeah, I think I, I like him. He can he can okay. come back.
0: Academic rivals with uh, with Jorge. Can we make that the line that we stick on your character sheet?
1: Yeah, I think that okay. that sounds good.
0: Right on. Okay, excellent. And then, I don't know, Scriv, what do you think Animus, is there any line that you think is screaming to you that Animus needs here?
3: So in terms of player to player, I I had wanted to shout out Amanda for that scene as well, uh, because I think it was just role-played very, very well and very entertainingly. Um, very believable for like awkward classroom rivalry. <laughs> Totally. I can handle this, Jorge. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I'm fine. Thank you. Everything's fine. <laughs> uh, but, okay. If, if I had to think of um, a- another shout out, I wanted to give, the way Ape Canaveral just strolled in when I was sitting there trying to figure out how to confidently, uh, yet without coming across as too uh, self-assured, ask for an interview to the camera.
2: No such thing <laughs> so coming as in, too loud belch
3: and then just throwing the can on top of my application on top of the resume that I just put down there. <laughs> um, I thought that was a great moment.
0: Babe officially hates ape, by the way, officially hates ape. always throwing trash <laughs> no. in the wrong holes. Babe is done. The lighthouse. Like, <laughs> it's like oh, that. Ape has no respect <laughs> for all the places my things go.
3: I'm it's imagining brilliant. that there were some like soda stains on the resume oh, when Specs pulled it. Oh, up. definitely. <laughs>
0: That's brilliant. <laughs> Round of applause, y'all.
3: It helped to move the story along as well. It, it was it was a nice way to cut through the awkward mess that Animus was.
0: And can I can I just say I really love it. That's a key element to storytelling is, is pacing. And it's always hard uh, to, for any one person to be in charge of pacing the story. So Dan, thank you so much for jumping in and taking initiative and saying what your character would do, because that's always important. We want to give and take and work together. So never hesitate to jump in and say, hey, can we do this right now? And the answer will always be yes. Let's do that. Scriv, if you want the line, the line was real quick. I was going to give you a line about uh, worried that she's not good I enough to hang with starstruck. Firefly. Yeah, starstruck by Firefly. There you go. That's the bond. Yeah. Um, that'll, that'll, be super, that'll be super helpful in the game because bonds allow you to do combo moves. And we'll talk about that in the next game. All right. Well, uh, good playing with you guys.
1: Yes, thank you. That thank was you really Thank you so fun. much.
0: This has been so much fun. Yeah, that was
3: so much fun.
0: If anybody would like to play this at home, it's very easy. Go to patreon.com backslash stories RPG, download chapter one of Giga-, Giga City Guardians, and get to saving the city yourselves. We'll see you there. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening.